guys. Welcome back to the Same Sis Podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Kayleen. And (laughs) happy Halloween. (laughs) I was going to say that. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, you guys. I know it's Monday, but happy Thanksgiving week. We have a long episode for you guys, so we're going to keep this brief, but we did want to touch on Thanksgiving and just, I I don't know, just spread the gratitude, um, just kind of share our traditions, what we do. And we just didn't want the holiday to go unnoticed because it's actually one of my favorites. Um, I love the long weekend and just all of the family time. And I think it's such a good like reflection to sit and like think about what you're thankful for. And I love that the holiday pushes us to do that. Yeah, I agree. I love Thanksgiving. Well, one, because the food is so good. It's always the best. It's always the best. I always have this problem though, where I want to like go above and beyond with each recipe that I'm making and bringing. And really like the simple things are like the best. Right. But I'm like, no, it has to have pomegranates, oranges, like all these special things because it's a holiday. And then like I way overdo it and it takes so much time. And I'm like, I freaking hate this. Why did I do this? Oh my gosh. This is the worst. And so this year, I think we're really like dumbing it down and being really simple with our food, which I mean, is a little bit less exciting when you're making it. But then we have more time to be with our family, less stress, less stress, less money. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So like we are like going super simple, but we do you host or what do you do? No. So we're, we're doing both families Thanksgiving, which we're lucky enough that both of our families live in Arizona. So we can do that. We don't really have to like pick and choose. And they live close to each other. Yeah. Like, like 10 minutes, right? No, like maybe like four minutes apart, my parents and his parents. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're so close. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. How cool. Yeah. So we, Rhett's family always celebrates it on like not a day that's actually Thanksgiving or the actual holiday, just because they have a lot of older uh, kids and maybe they're doing something with their, with their spouse's family or maybe just their own solo family. And so they always do it on a separate day. So we're doing that on, we're doing Thanksgiving with them on Wednesday. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then my family, we are going up to my parents' cabin. Oh, it's so up fun. in Young. Yeah. And all my siblings are coming down from Utah and we're all going up there. We're driving up after the turkey bowl on Thursday because the boys cannot miss that. Of course That's they like can't. a must. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're all going to play turkey bowl and then we're literally going to hop in our cars and drive up. And that's like one of the other reasons why we have to keep it so simple because we don't want to haul like all these ingredients up there. Right. And so I think we're going like turkey, mashed potatoes, like a simple Caesar salad and like maybe like some rolls and yeah. another veggie, like so simple. Corn, something. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and we will have had already two things or like Thanksgiving before that. So I'm like, why do we need a whole lot more? Yeah. But you got your fix in on Wednesday. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm excited to do both. It's Sometimes it can be a little overwhelming that we like have to do two holidays all at once, but I don't know. There's positives and negatives to it. And sometimes it can feel like you're getting torn apart or that like maybe like one family feels like they're getting gypped or vice versa. And I was talking to my mom because I don't know if your family's like this at all. There could be feelings of like, well, a jealousy from one of the parents, if you're kind of, if they're, especially my parents are younger and they, and we're like their first siblings to, or first children to have their own families and other families that we need to go celebrate with. And so they're getting used to like kind of being empty nesters and not having their say in everything anymore. Right. 
So I feel like they're still kind of getting used to that, even though it's, I guess it's been a while. Yeah, but it's I been mean, 10 years only group. like you and your older sister have like kids. kids. Yes. And I feel like everyone else kind of just, I'm sh- assuming, will go and do what your parents need them to do. So it's probably exactly. hard to adjust. Yeah. Yes. And then also, there's also like the other side where we feel like, okay, well, we really want to do this holiday or maybe we feel like obligated maybe. Yes. Or like- To be somewhere or to uh-huh. do something. And so like, there's like this kind of like this weird tension sometimes when these call holidays come around. Yeah. And um, especially because we live so close where it's not like so cut and dry and simple, like, okay, like I'm going up to Utah this year, then the next year I'm staying here. Right. You know, like we can't like split it up that way. But yeah, it's almost harder when they live close. It is. Because you're yeah. expected to show up both times. You exactly. Know? And so this time, like, I think my sister has like a special tradition with her husband's family that they really want to be there for, but it's on Friday and we'll mm. all be up at the cabin. And so they're like, oh, well, maybe we'll drive all the way back down on Friday and then all the way back up. Oh my gosh. And it's like, whoa, like maybe we do need to like really say like, okay, this year is the year with my family. And then next year we do the spouse's families. But so can that- you not see like your family, their family? I, I don't think I could do that. Well, I think if it works out that we can do both, then we do both. Okay. But if there's like a special circumstance, for example, we're going up north. Right. That like on all of our families here and it's our year to be with my family, then that's what we do. Right. Because if Rhett's family went up somewhere or they, if Rhett's family went to on a vacation for that holiday, we probably would go on that vacation. We wouldn't like try to, I don't know. Right. Like make both. both work. Yeah. Yeah. Holidays are tricky. <laughs> Families this, are complicated. <laughs> this is like the biggest. I think we mentioned this when Nathaniel and I did our podcast together, but this was like one of the only things we fought about before we had kids. And it's hard to figure out mm-hmm. for sure. This is actually the first year where we're considering not doing it on the same day. Um, Nathaniel actually was talking to his family today about it. So it's like super last minute, but we're trying to see if his family can meet either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. But um, the problem is, is we thought we were seeing both families on Thursday, which is what we usually do. We usually will go to his mom's first and then drive to my mom's after. Sometimes we would even drive to my grandma's house, which is in Paradise Valley. So it's like an hour away. Yeah. And just with the kids, it's so much like between their naps and trying to make two meals work. And like you're eating like two huge Thanksgiving meals, like at 12 and then at like two, mm-hmm. it's just so hard. So yeah, that is kind of an idea this time to separate the days that we do it. But we also plan to go up north to my grandparents' cabin on Friday to Saturday with my entire family, just because everyone like has it off and wanted to do that. So his family is trying to do it on the Friday now. So we're like trying to figure it out. And so I'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I'm curious. Do you my because my mom was saying this, like the girls win. And it comes to family situations like the, yeah, I think so too. Do you feel like that's how it is with you guys? Um, I think it would be viewed that way for sure. <laughs> but I think with how it kind of works out with us is my family just makes a lot of more plans. Mm-hmm. And so that's typically what happens is they are always trying to do something. And so we commit to them and my family's also more of a planner. Like my brother texted us about doing this like a month ago. Whereas like it's a few days out and they're trying to switch it, you know? So it's, I think that is kind of where it gets faulted as well um, as we've already committed. But yeah, I I do think for most people, it's usually the girl who they like will go more towards. 
I feel um, like with Rhett and I, I would say we're pretty equal. Yeah. I I definitely don't think I have more sway. I, I, and I don't know that I do either. Like I do feel like we spend quite a bit of time like with both families. Yeah. I just think the way we spend time with each one is different. It just, yeah. It just works out sometimes because of the planning situation. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we'll see what we do. Um, I did want to share something that we always do with Nathaniel's family that I love and I always like end up crying during, <laughs> uh, but we all sit in a circle and we all hold hands and we all say what we're thankful for with my family. We don't do that. And so you're all together, but it's not really like converse, like, like what the meaning of Thanksgiving really is. And so I really love that they take the time to do that. And I think last year we all wrote it down on a piece of paper and then we like switched and read someone else's like just to kind of switch it up a little bit. I like that. Yeah. So I think that's something I'll carry on with my kids as well because I just think it's really good to stop and think about it, but also like express it. I think it's hard to express gratitude and emotion um, towards other people and to tell them like exactly how you feel, even though you may feel it and not actually say it. Yeah. So, well, we do that as well. And Rhett's family actually does it too. How funny. But I always feel like it's, it can sometimes be kind of awkward or that like you feel like you're put on the spot and like you need to like one up the next person's thankful thing, (laughs) or they maybe said your thing that you wanted to say. Yeah. And so I do like the idea of writing it down maybe. And then everyone reads somebody else's because then you don't feel like, oh, well, crap, I can't say that now because somebody else said it. Right. You already wrote it. But yeah, you already wrote it. And you know what? It's okay that multiple people are thankful for the same thing. Right. Especially if it's like family, health, like all those kinds of things, because that means there's a lot of like good in yes. your circle, you yeah. know? Well, and I love it for the kids because the kids always say like the sweetest, the most things. honest things. Yes. And it just makes me so happy. And they like, they love it. Oh, I mean, yeah. Asher, we'll see if he's like old enough to like participate. But like my older nephews and nieces, they like say the cutest things. I'm like, I can't wait to ask Rocky. I feel like it's going to be, he's going to say Liam Ba, which is my nephews, Liam and Braxton. He like, I literally asked him today uh, when he woke up from his nap. I'm like, what'd you think or dream about? He's like, Liam and Ba. (laughs) Playing Liam Ba. I'm like, okay. He's obsessed with them. And then I'll probably be trash trucks, green trash trucks. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, it's just a fun tradition to throw in. And I feel like if you don't do that, you should definitely get your family doing it. And I should probably get my family to do it this year. So yeah, there you go. But now you have me thinking we should go up north for Thanksgiving if we're not going to both families and then make... Yeah, I got to talk to Nathaniel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, because my parents actually brought that up. They're like, maybe we do, we just stay here for Thanksgiving so that we don't have to bring all the food. So I'm like, no, that's the whole reason we're going up north. We How should cozy celebrate is that? it up. Yeah. I, I love it. And it gives an activity to do while you're up there because when you're in a cabin, there's not, I mean, there's not much to do. You're in the forest, you know? Exactly. I think that'd be so fun. But that's a lot of my grandma. So, because <laughs> it's like her space and, you yeah, know what I mean? Totally. But, anyways, well, we hope you guys, well, actually, I wanted to say maybe we'll throw up a box on our Instagram and you guys let us know. If it's the man in your relationship yeah. and the woman who wins as far as family situations, I'm curious or both. We'll yeah. put like a three tier thing and you guys vote. I'm That'll curious be fun. too. I think it'll be slightly female, uh, like the most. Yes. And then I think both. And then I think men. That's my Because I think that sometimes mo- like men don't really care. Some right. men are just like, whatever. Like, yeah, we can do that. They just go with the flow, whatever the, the, the wife plans. They just are there showing up. Yeah. And so I feel like that could be the case in a lot of it. Not necessarily that they 
don't get a say. <laughs> yeah, no, I also think it's like their families, like yes. how verbal uh-huh. the families are, yep. you know? Totally. All so. situational, but it would be funny to see. I know, I'm curious. A little vote. Maybe we should do too what you guys are doing because I would love to hear if there's like any Thanksgiving traditions that I can like add to next year because yeah. I'm all about just like making the holidays like even more special and like have more than just food to look forward to. Same. You know what I mean? I agree. So. Yeah. So we'll put those two things up and we'll share with everybody else, you guys' traditions, if you guys want. Well, because and- that'll go out Monday and it'll give enough time by Thursday. If it's something like the gratitude circle, like you can add it. Yeah. So I think that's a great idea. That's great. Cool. Okay. You guys, I'm so excited for you all to meet my friend, Alyssa. Hello. She is another one of my YouTube friends that I feel like I know, although I haven't actually met once again, but we have FaceTimed before. So we have Emet, if that's how you say that. Do you remember calling me when you found out the gender of your second baby? Yes. Yep. I feel like that was so long ago. Yeah. It's crazy. I felt honored to be one of those people that got to know before like the world did. (laughs) I can't even remember how our paths cross. Like, do you remember how we started following each other? Yeah, it was because I found your channel when I was postpartum with Weston, like three to four months postpartum, and I thought I was pregnant. So I was looking up, like, found out your pregnant videos, found yours, and I loved it because your content, like, seemed so crisp and, like, high quality, and you had, like, 2,000 subscribers. or Not even. I don't know, not yeah. a lot. And I was like her quality is so good she's gonna like blow up she's gonna do so well and then I kept like I went into your vlogmas and I just like watched all of them and then I commented and we connected from there I remember like being in the bathtub and just going through all your vlogmas thinking I think I'm pregnant I wasn't you're so cute I love that (laughs) so did we just start talking like through Instagram or through YouTube because I I don't remember but I remember just quickly watching yours I feel like YouTube but I guess you just comment on YouTube so I feel like it was YouTube but maybe it was Instagram I don't know I think of you as a YouTube friend though I don't think of you as an Instagram friend right right (laughs) same same there's a difference (laughs) there really is I swear YouTube is just like a whole separate world than Instagram yes and I have a special place in my heart for it because it's the best but Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like just the biggest thing that was clear when I first started talking to you is your brain. And I said this right before we started recording, but like our brains, I feel like think the same way. Like you are very intentional with like how you think through everything. And I feel like nothing you do is just like thoughtless. And that is like something that stood out to me quite a bit. And I just feel like it always inspires me. So I'm just excited for you guys all to get to know Alyssa a little bit more, which kind of just brings us right into the content. Like we're just going to jump right in. We really just want to chat with you about kids and having an online presence. So if any of you guys don't know Alyssa, she was an extremely um, active YouTuber vlogging a lot of her day-to-day life, like pretty much daily. Um, She shared both of her births with her beautiful boys and her YouTube channel has like 46,000 followers. Like she definitely grinded. And then this year, I believe you completely just like pulled back um, and no longer share your kids and are just not, I mean, social media isn't your main focus. So I just want to hear like what caused that switch for you and how come you decided you no longer wanted to share much of your life and your family? I was unsure of sharing my kids or sharing Wesson because he was my only one 
right before he was born. So it was at the end of his pregnancy. And it's something that sticks in my head. I got, I was pregnant and I got like a heart eye emoji or like a heart emoji or something from like, obviously a random person. It was like in my filtered, I don't know, like it was from a completely random person. I remember feeling that like, oh, this is kind of weird because people can have fetishes of like pregnancy, pregnant bellies, whatever. I didn't really care. I get to choose that, whatever. Um, and I had that moment. I was like, that's kind of weird. And I remember thinking, I don't really want to share my kid. Like that mama bear mode kind of started kicking in. And I was like, okay, I don't need to share my kid. Like, yeah, I just did my pregnancy, but I don't need to share my baby. So I was already kind of thinking it. And then I had him, I shared him. And then it was really early um, postpartum. I remember again, it was on Instagram and I was out for a walk and I got another like heart eye reaction or something, which can be so innocent. Like I do that to people, you know, but it was just that postpartum, like, you know, when you're postpartum and your hormones are all over the place, like just that mama bear in me. I was like, I don't know who this is. Like, do they have like bad intentions? And then some people's, some people's like usernames could be from totally different areas of the world and like not a profile that looks like someone who would be my following. And even so, if it's like Sarah 14 from Montana, it could really be like, you know, someone close by and like creepy. So I remember getting that and I was just like uneasy about it. I would like constantly be talking to my friends about it, just like things I'd hear, just like not feel comfortable, like just reevaluating my comfortability and my husband. And I would I would talk to my audience about that, even like telling them right now I feel okay with this, but that doesn't mean it can like it can always change. It can evolve. It can come and go. I can share their face. I could share whatever. Um, so it's really always been back and forth and then I'd feel okay and then I'd feel uneasy back and forth um and then like what recently yeah I would like I would see what other moms were posting and I'd be like okay they're posting more of their kids I'm not posting that much so I'm okay or like but then it's like moms that are posting less than me and it was almost like comparing the social world or like moms before me have done this like Melena Ciciotti Sarah Therese I know you follow them both and I love them like they're very thought out like very just women that I look up to their ideals and how they live life and parent. Um, and I'm like the younger mom to that. So I would like look at them, but it's like really comes down to where your heart is at the end of the day. Motherhood isn't a social media following. Like we, this world, like you can get so sucked into and like motherhood, you have to go with your instincts and my instincts, mother, like intuition with so many different things have never steered me wrong and so I just felt it like so, so, so heavy. And I would, I'd be like in, in like voice notes with my friends, like my personal friendships that have nothing to do with social media, like going on tangents about like uncomfortability. And it's like, okay, that's showing you something. So to finish up on that, like what stopped it is I have a friend on YouTube. Her name's Emily Mead and her channel's Our Little Nest. She does like, like home, like, uh, like fixes up her house and stuff like that. She's really sweet, but she found me through my channel and we had like talked on Instagram. I thought of her as an Instagram friend, not a YouTube friend because we talked on Instagram, but I never went to her channel and we had been talking for like maybe a year and I never went to her channel. And one day I just thought, let me click on her, like go to her channel, check it out. Her like most viewed video or whatever video like 
popped up to me. It had her nieces in it. She was like making something for her nieces and her nieces. It just had their voices. Um, if like they're doing her reaction, it was like pointed to the ceiling and it was just their voices or the back of their head. And that was my light bulb moment. And I had never, I had never, ever seen that. I'm like, this just gives so much clarity to me. I messaged her. I was like, what's this about? And she said that her sister just doesn't want her kids on. And if she was ever to be able to have babies, which she's now pregnant, amazing, um, that she would most likely do that um, after a little while, like when they get to a certain age. I also feel like it was almost meant to be in like a God moment or just like a just that light bulb moment when it happened because we had talked for so long and I had been feeling this so heavy on my heart and then this kind of clicked. I'd never seen it before on social media. I'm like, that's how I can piece my kids in this world like to coexist. And then Emmeline started taking a break on YouTube for like a month after that. And I had been feeling like I needed a break because I was just coming on and just going through the motions, but like I didn't feel connected like I was just showing up as almost, I was showing up as myself, but also like who, like a grouping I thought I just like put myself into. So I needed to take time for myself to feel like who I want to be on this platform again. Yeah, I feel that. I feel like probably all of us as mothers have those same thoughts or same questions going through our minds. And I feel like it's all really like a very personal decision and case by case basis. But I feel like even before I had kids, I had heard, I think it was Haley Divine talking about how she won't ever share if like her husband goes out of town with without yeah. her because she had seen um, like footprints in the snow outside of her house one time when he was out of town, like they had walked up to the window and like people knew where she lived. Like, so I had definitely seen her talk about that and talk about like, I don't know, things about her kids as well. And I hadn't even had kids yet. And I'm like, okay, that is freaky. And I mean, I have nowhere near the following that she has, but still, um, I feel like we definitely all have those thoughts. Yeah. Right. I don't even think you really have to have a following. You just have to have someone that like clings to you Yeah. and that's it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're like explaining this and I can think of things where like my mama bear has gone off as well. I've, I have a feeling in my heart where I don't think like I'm harming my children. I don't think they're in danger, mm -hmm. but like I can think of moments you're talking about where I'm feeling like relative towards mm -hmm. and it is making me like question what I'm doing. But mm -hmm. I feel like I want to kind of get into limits because we get asked a ton um, what we think about this subject. And honestly, we haven't, it's not like we've purposely avoided it. I just don't think we had the right person to talk to. And I wanted someone who could play devil's advocate because Brooke and I clearly show our kids. Yeah. And I did too. There's nothing like sinful about it. It's just all what's in your personal heart and like how it's weighing on yourself. So yeah, I went back and forth and it just finally collided for me and it doesn't make you guys bad moms at all. You guys are both amazing. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, I feel like to dive into like the limits is interesting though. Cause I feel like we can both share our thoughts as well. Yeah. Cause you guys have limits just like I did or I do. Right. Yeah. You guys share your kids, right. your protective mom. So right. you'll have limits as well. Yeah. So what are yours? Because I know like you don't show Wesson's face at all anymore, but you do show Jets, right? Here and there. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, kind of go into that first because I'm sure people are curious. To rewind, like before I took them off, like it was compromising positions. Um, if they were just playing and I, like the video like was on them and say, I don't know, they're jumping in the air and their legs were split. My kids are too young. They weren't doing that. But like just a reference, if your child was older, 
then I would make sure to cut that out. And I have done that before. And he was young um, when I took him off. So, but there were times and I had cut them off. So compromising positions, um, like diapers, I would take out like front facing diaper angles, really. Um, and then like nipples being shown, but again, and then obviously like, I'm not sure if you guys have or not, but that's not the point. Like I would never put them in the bathtub. I would never pose for them like that in a thumbnail for like click point exploitation, which you guys said that, what is that? Ren thing we'll get into that at the end Ren TikTok something yeah I had never heard of that so I looked it up about an hour and a half before doing this I was just about in tears so let's talk about it because I don't know what it is let's go into yeah. it really quick okay I like just learned so I hardly know what it is. I I know just like in briefing and reading a couple things but um for those of you who don't know our reference there is a girl on TikTok and her name is Ren Eleanor. And there's this big controversy about, well, it's actually now I'm like questioning myself. Ren Eleanor is the daughter, right? The child. Yeah. And then it's the like child. Jacqueline yes. something is the mom. Yeah. I can't remember. We can the link name. the um, information down below. So like if we're, ex- or if we're yeah. confusing names or something, you guys can like look at it too. Yes. But. The YouTube video I watched was the dad challenge podcast. And he like explained it really, really well um okay with like video and stuff like that yeah we'll link that okay but there's just this huge controversy about her sharing her daughter and there have been some instances like you're explaining where they're she's maybe in like a compromising position I think that she was showing like I think you know that one TikTok trend where you show the boundaries of your kid knows how to or like could copy what you do with certain things so like if you hand them deodorant, would they know how that it goes in your armpit, you know? No, I've never seen that. But so that's like yeah. a TikTok trend. Like if, I'm not a TikToker. Neither, <laughs> I'm like, I neither know. am I. I know no trends, but that makes sense. I so yeah. So like, it's like, if like, usually the, the kids don't know as much of like the dad things because they're usually around your mom, the right. mom the most. And so it's just like seeing like what your boundaries are with your kids. And so I think she was doing that and she had given her a tampon and she knew to what to do with it and she showed that on there and I think that was one of like the main things that people um were upset about yeah um and then it goes into this whole thing if you look on I think there's like a whole thing on reddit where these videos of her in some of these compromising um positions or situations whatever um are being saved by like 400,000 saves and like way mm, less like yes that it makes people worried that it's from men mm-hmm. saving it for yeah. wrong reasons yeah no that doesn't make me feel comfortable and yeah. thinking of like echo that yeah. really doesn't make me feel comfortable yeah. and like yeah. to go into that like the compromising this just like makes me so fired up and like watching this i've watched the dad challenge podcast before um but like what like seeing the pictures of this and he like has it blurred but you can get the gist of like what's going on it's like her eating a hot dog and it's truly exploitation exploitation in my opinion because it's like she sees that eating a hot dog video got like 60 million views or something crazy and then she does it again and it's like eating a pickle and she does it again Mm. and like if you search on tiktok this girl's name i think tiktok's removed a few of them now but it would be like Ren whatever pickle so like they know or Ren whatever comp or Ren whatever and then like um bad outfits I can't think of the word 
but people um that like are into that stuff child people like that you can go and download anything it's so like easy like seven dollars a month this guy said and you could put anything in replace of that banana that she's eating and this mom just kept Mm. doing it she saw it was making all these views and people can do that when this child's putting that razor down there with her legs in that position you can put like I was showing my husband this I've I've felt so passionate about some of these things and I've never like my husband just goes with what I like he just doesn't have much of an opinion I don't know he just trusts me I guess right and so I have never like really showed him some of these things and I was just watching it right before this and I was like Grant like come in here and like look at these two really quick clips because everyone's attention span nowadays is like quick so I'm like it'll be quick promise and he was just like dumbfounded and I told him like what I don't know if what you can say or not so I guess you could just cut it out but like say whatever yeah (laughs) someone gross like that could put a dildo over that razor or over that something or whatever but honestly people like that are probably not putting dildos over it they're probably doing more and in that guy's video he was talking about um uh, someone actually like duetted the video like put their stitch over it I don't really know and he actually whipped out his thing and TikTok took it down um thankfully but it's like really really sick and then the comments that people were putting was like extremely vulgar and it's like you don't want to think about these things but it's almost like and I sent the video to my mom too to watch and she's like I had to click out after the the razor or the tampon to the thing I'm like I get that mom but please just watch all of it like it's so disgusting these things that people are commenting there was a guy that duetted it and he had his shirt off and he was giving all these like suggestive like facials like looking at this girl and then when she puts her legs back he like gives this like certain look and he this Mm -hmm. dad challenge podcast shows it in there and like that's not okay like laws need to be passed for these children when they're exploiting in that manner that's not obviously what you I have done what you guys have done but it's just like yeah. laws need to be in place for children. Yeah. Yeah. How old is the girl? I don't know. I don't like know. maybe three. I don't know. <gasps> well, what? and I, I do want to say this. I don't want to say that I or that I don't want to say that the mom is doing that on purpose, knowing that these men are doing these things, or that like. Because, I mean, who knows? We don't right. know. We don't know, what, we don't she's know what she's thinking or yeah. doing. So I do want to say that, like, we're not judging her in that capacity. But then I feel like if I was in that situation where I would, if I saw those saves or if I saw anything like that, like, that would be my sign. I would probably, like, delete my account. Oh, it's deleted. Yeah. Yeah. Which maybe let's go into, like, some of our limits really yes. quick. I've definitely questioned a lot of things that you said as well, Alyssa, like, Um, but I think it was almost like too far past. I had already done some of the things and I was just like, okay, am I a hypocrite now? Like the whole bathing thing. Like I've definitely shown my kids in the bath before, like on a vlog, but like, I am very intentional about not showing like their nipples and like, um, bringing the camera low. So like, you just like really see their head, but like, I can still understand how like that, um, can be, um, open for interpretation of like someone who is not in the right mind, you know? But, um, the biggest thing that like, I feel I would feel negative about is not really about like all of the like sex offenders and child molesters and stuff like that. Like I need to think more about that, but it's honestly more for like 
exploitation for like views. Cause I feel like people assume as like a content creator who is in the motherhood, like lifestyle category, you do things simply for the views. Like people have said to us like, Oh, you had two kids under two because it produces good views. And it's like, <laughs> absolutely That's not. That's so stupid. That makes me, that pisses me off. It's so yeah. dumb. That makes me so mad. I had a close friend that questioned me on that actually when I got pregnant with really? Jet. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's yeah. extremely no, like, Absolutely not. It's yeah. yeah, it feels very dis- disrespectful. And I feel like, like I, I have never once made my kids do something. Like if they are mm-hmm. like, I, I really try my best just to capture them in their natural form. I'm not like here, do this. So that way I can get this content. Like, yep. and my intentions for sharing my kids are to relate to other mothers uh, mm-hmm. for them and for myself to help them through this like extremely hard season of life and to honestly give knowledge and experience. And so yes. if I ever feel like that line is being crossed, that's where I'm like, okay, no. Yeah. Um, like I would never make my kid act something out um, mm-hmm. or for a skit or like, I mean, yes. my kids are so young anyways. I'm like, I, they wouldn't even do it. Mm-hmm. But like that, I won't be doing that as my kids get older. And yeah, I, I do feel this like pull to like switch my content more about me um, and like my kids as like... Um, like maybe 25% and I'm more of it. You're amazing. Like you've helped me so much, Kylene. Like you are such a positive light to this platform. And like, I mean that wholeheartedly with breastfeeding and I'm still breastfeeding. I wanted to tell you that on this podcast. Oh my gosh. And like you've helped me with that. Like so much of things you share, you're just that mom friend and you help so many people. So there's so much positivity to social media, like so, so much. And I used to never think of the negative okay I yeah I'm not gonna go on that tangent but I used to really never think of the negativity of social media like the judgment like other things I only saw the good in social media I've connected with my very best friend like a doula woman that loves unmedicated births just like myself she's literally my best friend I was in her wedding I flew to go meet her like there's so much amazing connection you guys know that this podcast everything I love conversation so there's so much good in social media and you have brought that. So well, thank you. Yeah, I'm a viewer of yours. So I just want to share that. No, that's like exactly what why I do what I do, because I don't mean to sound conceited, but I do get messages like that often. And it it solidifies what I'm doing. And a part of that is showing my kids because that is my life. Like that is my day to day. And even yeah. if I didn't have a following, I would be sharing my kids because I love the crap on my kids and they're with me 24 seven, you know? Yeah. So well, and yeah. almost even for me, I mean, I feel like you and I are really aligned on all of that, yeah. but I also feel like it's like I'm capturing their life for like my memory's sake and it's really freaking cute yeah. <laughs> and I want to sh- share it. And I feel like I'm, I don't know how to explain that other than that, that I, it's almost like a memory book for myself and I can inspire and help and, um, uplift other people with that. And I feel like that's a great thing. There's a, there's a lot of like, I feel like positive sides to it. Yes. Um, of course there's going to be sickos out there and there's going to be rude people mm-hmm. and all of that. But from what I've seen on my end, I have only seen mostly positive things. So, yeah. yeah. So the next thing we kind of wanted to get into was what age you feel like you would want to share less of your kids. I no longer share my oldest son's face. I stopped around. It was a little after one and a half. 
Um, but I still will share my youngest son, like in passing, I don't share him hardly at all, like not a lot, but if his face were to be there, I would let it go. And I told myself around like one and a half, I would probably start taking him off or just when my heart feels it. And I get asked a lot, like, why is that? And for me, everything is subject to your mother, like your family. So everything's complex in families. And it just is what's on my heart. So with my oldest around that, like it was in December of last year. So almost going on a year now, um, his face just started like maturing. And so I felt like his face was taking on that matured facial features that he would take into boyhood. And I just don't want my kid to be known. I don't want strangers coming up to him in public and knowing him because of what I've put out there just personally just makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, and so my youngest son was still very baby face. And I thought a couple months ago, I felt like it a little bit, I might take him off, but I still haven't. He is still pretty baby. And I just haven't felt that strong inkling. He's will be one and a half next month. So that'll be December. Maybe that's a good time, but I'm just going to do it when I feel like it or when I feel that pressure. But yeah, it's all subject to change. I've said that since the very beginning. It's interesting that you say that because I've actually never really thought of it that way. Yeah. That like people would know him like kind of like a celebrity. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Um, well, have you had that happen to you? Like, I've been recognized, but right. I never like really thought like my like, kid's usually always with me. Right. And so I don't know. I never like separated the two thoughts. Like people would know me, but I never really thought like, oh, people are going to recognize my kid. Well, do they like say your kids' names like when you're with them or no? Or are they yeah. just like high brook? Yeah. 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 But it's just like I've never like separated the thoughts. So I feel like every time you're speaking, Alyssa, I'm like thinking of my own life. <laughs> I feel like I've said that already. <laughs> but that has definitely happened to me where I am out and about and someone says hi and they're like, oh, hi, Rocky. Hi, Echo. And like, I'm kind of just like, mm-hmm. whoa. Because it's like mama bear. It's like, oh, how do you know him? It seems like different online and in person. Right. And it's like, I'm so excited to meet these people. And honestly, it's never, no one's ever like crossed me in the wrong way. Like Mm -hmm. everyone I've met outside of my house, like they're so kind and they've never given me that like, ugh feeling, Mm -hmm. but it is, I have sat and thought about it and I'm like, dang, that's actually really crazy. Like, cause when I put stuff out to social media, I'm like not really thinking about who's seeing it. I'm just like sharing. Does do you do that? I don't know if that's just me, but like, like think of like the actual person in your mind. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just sharing this. I'm thinking like my sister-in-law will see it. Most of it's your friends. Right. Yes. <laughs> I don't think of like a random person, but I mean, there's a lot of people that know me pretty well because of social media. Right. So, well, and it's hard. I think the main thing, like maybe what you're saying is that we, we only have good intentions in our mind. Right. And so it's hard to really even put ourselves in the perspective of somebody else who wouldn't have good intentions. And like, for example, I have met, um, I've met people I've seen on social media outside of, uh, social media and, (laughs) and I know their kids' names and I say like, Oh my gosh, they're so cute. And like, I'll talk to them. And like, I would never think that that's creepy because I'm a good person. Right. But you like, I guess like if you think of it in the opposite way, I guess the only reason I asked you if they said their names is because I have had Rocky, like he just kind of is like, huh? And like, gets like super nervous and is just like, yeah, he's like, why does this person know? Like, I can feel that he's already like, 
who are you, you know? Confusion. Yeah, I almost feel bad, like, trying to make him, like, say hi to someone, if that makes sense. But then I'm, like, saying all of this, and it's like I want someone who I see out and about to come say hi because I do think of all the positive in like interactions yeah. I've had and I don't want them to be afraid because they think I'm going to be mad. You know, it's just a constant like back and forth and just, yeah. I and don't I know. I think it's, I think that it's all, I don't know, relative. And I don't think that, I don't know how to say it. It's, I mean, this is like a very hard topic because I mean, I was mm-hmm. even like starting getting shaky, like talking about some of the Ren Eleanor stuff because it right. is like, yeah, it me does too. freak me out as a mom. But I also like, don't want to like lose faith in society as a whole. Like I feel like the majority of people are good. And I think that it would be sad if nobody showed their kids. Right. Like, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I guess we haven't lived many years with social media and it's all so new. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh That, yeah, that's a huge point. In a podcast I've listened to, he said that like, if your kids are in, every single video, the thumbnail, every single video, like if your channel would not serve, I say YouTube because that's all I care about. If your content media page would not survive without your kids, if they're taking off of it or even a big chunk of it, like 75% or 50% or whatever, would it survive? Is it all about your kid? Like this Eleanor person, this controversy TikTok thing, that's all this child. Like maybe a few videos are with this mom and it's exploitation. It is the same videos of mouth and of it's horrifying stuff. It's not what you guys are doing, in my opinion. All yes, right, yeah. Well, thank you. I feel good about what I share, uh, but it does make me think twice. We don't know. Like it's all so new. I tick or Twitter came out when I was in like sixth or seventh grade. So did YouTube. I became immediately drawn to it. Like it was the weird to watch. And I would say I'm watching YouTube, and that was like weird back then. And then like I had a Justin Bieber fan page that I like no one knew my name and it's just like a Twitter fan page that I just like came into and I would just hide myself alone in my room. I had severe like clinical depression. I was suicidal. I almost did it one night. It was this whole deep thing um, with social media. So it's like there is insane negatives with social media. Obviously, again, I totally agree. There's so much goodness, but it's also like I was older. I was in seventh, sixth, seventh grade when that happened. And now kids know about it right away. Like it's just the new, everything's evolving in life. And then you could look at child stars with Disney and stuff like that. Like Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, like Aaron Carter just died. All this stuff. It's just like, it's so unknown and it's scary sometimes. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. That was your experience. I feel like that probably does weigh on you a ton of like trying to avoid getting to a place like that. So I can understand why like me not having that kind of experience, it could have me not be as guarded um, just because my mind doesn't go there. You know, Yeah. you referencing the fact that everything is kind of situational is like kind of the theme of like how I feel about it all too. When you're raising your family, it's like you take bits of your husband's upbringing, bits of your upbringing and then modern ways and you combine them. So maybe like me thinking of these things, like I've never thought about that, how you just said, like what you just said makes sense because that was my way of growing up, different things that have happened and everything. It's just so interesting looking back on your childhood. Yeah. Yeah. It It really shapes the way that you are or you act, the choices you make, 
and all of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like we can go into just like briefly some things like we won't share specifically um, if anyone's curious, like what we keep private. I've had a lot of people ask about like um, personal, like, I don't, I guess I'm just going to say what it is. Like people have asked me if I circumcised Rocky and that's like something I will absolutely never share. I understand someone asking that for like trying to figure out if they want to do it themselves, but I feel like that is so personal. Like you have to decide that on your own. Um, so anything like that, where it's like personal information about my children that like, I wouldn't go sharing to even my friend, just like, <laughs> we're just casually talking about something. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like other examples. I don't know if you can think of any other ones. Well, for me, one, I would never share or like share anything that would like embarrass my kid to look yeah. back on later or like him having like a tantrum. Right. Like, well, A, why would I even be filming him having a tantrum? Right. right. <laughs> um, I probably am going to go take care of him. Yeah. But um, things like that, things that like, like you said, like health things that are personal. Is there certain things for you, Alyssa, or is it all just kind of like, just keep them off now that you're like pulling them like faces, you know? Yeah. Vaccines is something I've said, like, I won't talk about. Um, I have talked in DMs here and there with a few um, followers, but it's like when I feel a trust there and like a relationship bond. But again, you really never know who's on these, but that's something that I'm not, I don't know, that's my child's medical history. So vaccines mainly, I've only shared it with like a few people. And then um, like just medical things, something that like confuses me actually um, would be interesting to hear your guys's is like opinions on it is like medical. So say a kid breaks a leg or um, like just something medical, like a rush to the emergency room or something. I'm really confused on like where I feel because it could help connect motherhood, but like it also could go like the opposite round and it is a medical thing. Like something happened with Jet where we were in the children's hospital for like weeks keep going and I just didn't share it because I just was like unsure of that territory yeah Yeah. let's say like maybe Clove got RSV or something I feel like I probably would share it because that's going to be like a huge thing in my life and I probably would hope for some support for some like help from outside sources of advice um things to look out for but probably not in like the heat of the moment things where I'm like where she's needing me or like filming her in distress maybe that Cause you would be comforting her. Yeah. That's like the, the point I think. Yeah, exactly. That's good. I mean, I don't know why it's different about like even sharing vaccines information. I've never sh- shared that either. And I feel like that's because a, it's a personal choice and B, I feel like I'm not here to influence you to decide to get a vaccine or not. Like that's, I feel like that's, a, yeah. That needs to be something you as a parent needs to do the research for yourself. Or a for. doctor. Yeah. Or, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, that's just my personal opinion about that. But yeah. I feel like it's definitely like situational. Just to answer that on my end too, like Rocky had hand, foot, mouth about a month or two ago. And I did share that that happened. But I only shared like that he had it. And then if someone DM'd me because they thought their kid had it or like they were having symptoms, I shared like a little Mm -hmm. bit more, but 
I never shared anyone like photos. Like yeah. I only sent photos to like my friends because I'm like, do you think this is hand, foot, mouth? And it was not in the moment. Yeah, it's like your heart's in the right place. You're not exploiting your child. You're not like, oh, this happened. Let's make money. Let's get no. views. So it's like, it's good. Right, exactly. You're treating it in that manner. Right. It's almost too like you have to explain why you just all of a sudden stopped showing up for like something, especially when you show up daily you're like gone for a few days and people are like, what's going on? And it's just like, okay, hey, like this is what's going on. I just don't really want to get into detail. Like we're good, but like, yeah. I don't know. You almost feel like something has to be said. I love that point because, and also you've mentioned it before, like this is our, it's your guys's life. It's my life. Like when you, like you're, we're in motherhood, we're in the thick of it. Right. And like when your child's teething, you're teething. Yeah. Like when you're potty training, you're potty, like you're in potty training, like it all consumes you. Um, but it doesn't mean you have to share certain parts. Um, and then also like you still work, like you still can be your own individual self. Like our child's childness is just like, it's, it's fleeting. It's here and gone, but so is our life. Right. Mm -hmm. And like our wants and all of that. And, um, Kyleen, you said on your last podcast once, like the one you used to do, um, you mentioned before when I was still doing YouTube how you would take a video of um, things that you're doing and you would share them later. Like, so you'd be in the moment yes. and you'd upload them later. That was like a huge light bulb moment for me. And I think I just took it to the extreme. I was <laughs> like, okay, I'll share it uh, in 10 years. <laughs> share it never. I think that's me just like subconsciously trying to protect all of the things we're talking about. I mean, if you post, you're at a place that's public right then and there. I mean, anyone could come and see, you know, and yeah. I don't know. Also, it keeps me off my phone. So I'm not just like constantly consumed and I can actually be present in the moment. And I think that's the biggest thing too. Yeah, so. for sure. Does it like ruin your photo library on your phone? Because oh, mine is like awful. I literally just went to Verizon this past weekend. Or do you delete it? After? No. <laughs> delete what? All of your photos and videos. Oh, no, I have like, no, I have, I have thousands, a two terabyte thing on my phone. I, I just updated to that because I cannot yeah, that's save what it. I need to get. Yeah, it's like 10 bucks a month. And I'm like, ugh. but I just upgraded because I kept trying to update things and I couldn't. And yeah, it's a whole nother thing. But it's anyways, so worth it. It is. And I have yeah. so many photos and videos. Oh, yeah. And I would too, if I didn't share them because but they're like my most important thing in my life. Oh yeah. I'm like, that is like my scrapbook that like my mom made for me as a kid. Like my phone is that, you yeah. know, and that's just the mod. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's just mm -hmm. the progression of which it goes. But I would try to like put it on my two terabyte on my computer and like delete my phone. But I'm like, this is nutty, oh. like too much. And who has time for that? I'm like, right. I, you, someone would need to watch my kid for like days because there's, exactly. It takes forever. <laughs> we kind of wanted to touch on if we do ads that our kids are doing like quote unquote work for. Um, Kylie and I have talked about this before that if that was ever a thing that we um, we feel comfortable like making a savings account for them so that the, any money that were earned for that ad, we would put into that savings account for them to use for school or whatever it is when they get older, um, which I really like because I feel like if they are doing work for something, they deserve to earn that money for themselves. Um, and I think that goes in line with like the exploitation thing. Like we're never doing it for our own gain. Right. Something that I really want my kids to see in me is 
I mean, these are the two main things I want my kids to observe as they grow up, that I'm an extremely present mother and that they come first, but that they also see that I didn't lose myself in the process. And yes, you've always said that. Yeah, I, I say this lightheartedly and I think it's just because my, of my mom, um, my mom had seven kids and she dedicated, I mean, she still dedicates her entire life to all of us, but in the process, she didn't really get to do much for herself. And I can understand now as a mother, how hard that is and how, as now a 50, I think she's 51, 52, um, year old woman, it's really hard. I mean, now that your kids don't need you, you're kind of losing like your purpose, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, I want my kids to see me work and this is a way that I can work and be present with my kids. And that is exactly what drew me to this career path. So you call it. And if that means they end up working with me or they watch me work and I can then also give them money and help them have a savings when they go off to their own world. Like, to me, that is just such a win-win and I only see like positivity in that. Yeah. So you said that perfectly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did say that really well. Thanks guys. But I feel like Amber Filler Up did that, right? Did she? I'm pretty sure she does that with her kids. Oh, I, don't, I didn't know that. I know she doesn't share that her kids now, which yeah. I feel like, do you know more people, Alyssa, who don't share? I mean, I know you mentioned the one girl. I once asked on Instagram for some people. So I got like some that I could rattle off. Amber Phillip was one of them, but I didn't know who she was. Um, Are you serious? I looked her up before this, but do you want me to rattle off? Yeah, I was, I'm sorry. I'm like astonished you don't know who Amber Phillip is because I literally... <laughs> I know. this. It's so weird because listening to your guys' podcast, you're talking about like lake, like something, like some lake I've never heard about. You guys have like 80 degree winters and I'm over here like totally opposite, like lake, a different lake. Yeah, no, I used to cut out photos of Amber Filler Up and put them on a journal like before social media. Like I have been obsessed with her. Really? Yes. Oh my of her braids. Like, oh my gosh, she was like so my funny. idol growing up. <laughs> I feel like some people are like more like Arizona or like I don't even know you guys are Arizona right yes like yeah. some influencers like Aspen Ovard like people are like more that way gotcha. more and West. then like Melina Ciciotti like more of this yes way. yes <laughs> I hear you yeah there's I feel like there's probably tons of influencers that are huge that we have no idea who they are oh yeah so yeah but yeah. I'm like how do you not know her um, <laughs> she's our some life. of the people are Bobby Althoff Raw Beauty Christie Melane, M- Melanie Murphy, Rach Loves, which I used to watch her a long time ago. She's from Canada, so I didn't know she took her kids off. Um, like, when I was in middle school, I watched her. The Birds, Papa Paya, The Garcia Diaries, Life with Sam. Melina Ciciotti got mentioned a few times, but she does share. Wait, the Garcia Diaries? No, the Garcia? Or she, I think at a certain age, she does take her kids off. Like, she doesn't show, like, her older kids. I didn't look into any of this. Okay. This is just what I was sent. So, like, I knew Melina Ciciotti didn't necessarily, so. That's I think the maybe thing. they've shared, like, that they have restrictions, maybe. I, I think that's it because, I mean, you'll still see Melina's kids, but, like, they're not the focus of her video. And I think that is limiting kids, but it's not like you don't yeah. see their faces anymore. Yeah, it seems like different boundaries. Oh, hi, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> is that... Barrett. Barrett and then Boone. They're both German Shepherds. Okay. Yeah. I haven't, I mean, you got Boone when you left um, YouTube, so I haven't seen much of him. (laughs) He's like seven months now. Oh, he's so cute. (laughs) Love German Shepherds. I know. Do you have any like 
I guess just like anything you want like people to like consider thinking about or any piece of advice of like where to like start if they're feeling kind of like that yucky motherhood instinct feeling where they they almost feel trapped, I guess, and not knowing what to do. Yeah, trapped is good. Yeah, I felt trapped too because my channel, my presence was... I, in a way around them, I would consider myself a lifestyle mom vlogger, but like I had taken, I had dwindled their time like very short in passing, but I still would title the video as such or like put the thumbnail as such, but like they were honestly hardly in it. Um, But like it was hard to like, that's what I am known for, but like my heart just wasn't in it. But Yeah, if someone's, like, confused, I guess I would just always say go with your motherly instinct. Like, that will never steer you wrong. Look into it. Look into the creepiness of it. Like, don't be, what's that, rose-colored glasses or whatever. Like, there is such evil and, like, coming for our children. Like, there really is. It's a playground for these predators. And, like, it used to be where you could be fearful of your kids getting taken, like, physically taken. But now it's internally. Now it's through social media this is something that is disgusting that that podcast that I've mentioned has shared. People are ordering sex dolls with faces of like, say the Ace Family LeBrant's like whatever, like really known child stars or whatever, and putting them on the sex dolls. You can put anyone's face onto anything else. Like if I wanted my face on my dog, I could do that. So if someone wanted someone's face on a porn, pornographic um, shoot, you could do that. Um, you can take anything. Again, it was a banana. You could put anything you want as that banana. But I have a highlight reel of like why I, I don't share one kid's face and the other and why I took them off and whatnot. And when I had shared that, someone mentioned, well, someone was a detective's wife and she said, I can confirm that this is all very much relevant. This is all very much happening cases all the time um, with that. And then someone else had commented, think of child pornography that's not like adult pornography you don't it's it's illegal it's not set up it's not um conceptualized and filmed as that it's taken through videos online and xyz and modern technology and stuff like that that's how that's done and done in the black web youtube like doesn't protect kids the way they should have some sort of protection tiktok's probably the same i'm not on i'm not i don't know much there but I do know that YouTube once they um, restricted family channels comment sections because people were getting in a loophole. They would tag a certain time frame. If you clicked on that time frame, it would be like, again, a compromising position, a child with their legs in a certain way or whatnot. So um, it's out there and it's real and adults can consent to what's TMI. I don't think like anything's TMI. I would talk about my sex life. I would talk about my vaccines. I would talk about so much. I would talk about literally nearly just about anything, but my child cannot. And when they do get to a certain age and maybe they're interested, like right now, my two and a half year old, almost three year old, it's crazy. He loves when the camera's out. Like he thinks it's interesting. Cause like I've had it out a few bits here and there. He loves to see like if I'm editing or if he's even just like on my phone, but it's not consent. It's not informed consent. I, I don't, I don't think, again, it's all what we want to do for our family, but, um, so yeah. And like consent's huge in our house, like nose for, um, tickling. Like if you say no, like 
it's a no or if you if someone's going to hug another family member because that's something that's also like take the internet take the social media out of it um kids who are have who have like molestation or rape or different things like that it's a huge percentage that's within the household like within the family like a grandparent an aunt uncle um a mom or dad and um so like don't make them have to hug their grandparents before ask them and let that be yeah. up to them yeah that's something i feel like that is so um new but it's i don't know if that's the right word but like I think hugs are forced a ton because it's seen as polite. It's seen as Mm -hmm. um, loving towards families. And so I think especially for like older generations, they couldn't understand how it wouldn't be polite. And they think it's rude if you don't offer one. But I, yeah, I've heard that uh, statistic as well, how like just the majority of situations like that are from close family members where the lines are blurred. And I think it's something to think about for sure. Yeah. Well, and I like to, think of it in the way that if you teach it in your home, that if they say no, that that should be respected because I think that teaches them that outside of the home, if they say no and it's not being respected, that they know that that's wrong. Something with social media is like, I don't want my kids to think they have to be perfect with the social media um, ways of life. And I also want to like say that I'm trying my best. Like there's things that I have done that I probably wouldn't do again and things that other that I'm currently doing and I will continue to do from this day forward that other people won't and like it's not a comparison game it's all what your motherly instinct and your husband's all collide like lives are so complex and the siblings like so much of life is complex um so as long as we're just like doing our best that's really what matters yeah I love that I think too, like there's different kids who have different personalities, different needs and personalities. Yes. Yeah. Like it can differ for each kid and each rule may not apply to all of them in the exact same way. So your husband might be totally different than mine. My husband is like a shy guy, like not very social. People that went to high school with him would know that about him. And then um, his dad is like, really does not like social media. So it's like, if we're talking socials, um, and maybe my kids will be the same. Maybe my kids won't like social media at all. So I, that's again, another thought in my head. And I want to respect that. And like, part of me hopes that they don't want social media and just forge off the land right. and just skippy love earth. I don't know. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we were just talking about that. When they're 21, they can have social media. Yeah. <laughs> brains, even 25 when their brains are fully developed. <laughs> Um, and then, like, with that, like, I um, filmed my births, both of them, and I love that. That's something that so many people would never do. They would say it's way too intimate um, between husband and wife and would absolutely never, ever, ever, ever film. And those are my most proud videos. Those are the videos that I love the most. I love birth so complexly and, like, deeply with, like, so much of me. And, um that I'm not going to get into that tangent, but like that could go into ways of society that I wish it was brought back to the natural being of what birth is and how it was years ago where it was just like a community, like, come on in, like, let's birth, like nothing is TMI, nothing like a vagina is a vagina, you know? So, and then on the flip side of that, like not knowing what age to stop sharing and stuff, some people would never share their kids because like Blake Lively did some kind of like podcast or something years ago and she shared how people 
like babies right out of the womb or whatever like there's always the the twisted of it and so you just have to figure like what works best for you um with not showing my oldest face my youngest face the same thing could be brought on him so it's just all what feels good I used to say like three would be my cutoff and then it changed and um like now since I did start editing a little bit here I've been editing today there's clips of my oldest that is brought in and it's like the side of his face in passing and I felt comfortable doing that in this time period so if the side of his face is in quick passing I'm letting it be in for right now so it's just like I'm working on a dresser and it passes and like we don't have to explain ourselves either also something about motherhood and like sharing motherhood content on youtube that wanted me to pull away was that i didn't i didn't want to be telling people how to mother and i knew people were like taking good use out of it and like it was helping people but like motherhood is such an instinctual thing and um but then i would also look up to melina ccati i learned things from you and like and I know I was that for people, but it's not where my heart lied. It's not what was making me, I was just doing it almost just because I was getting questions and just to do it. And I also didn't want others to think like I was doing it the perfect way because I'm not. And now like if I do keep up with like if I do post on YouTube again, it would be like homemaking like what I've been into the past almost, I don't know, not quite a year, but since I've been off has been like a different lifestyle coming back to like the roots of how I was raised and stuff but even then like I have so much to learn and I always want to be changing we have so many lives in this world like we could be a doula for three years a marathon runner for five like we have so much change and I think we should evolve and um, I just don't ever want to come across as someone who knows it all and like is doing it the right way because I'm not. I'm trying my best for myself and for my family. And you always, Kyleen, have preached of don't lose yourself in motherhood when you were pregnant with Rocky and you haven't done that. And I respect that so much that one podcast you guys had with the mom that was the injectionist I was working on a cross stitch for my friend as I was right here sitting in this chair as I was listening to it and I was almost brought to tears of how she's kept with the work grind and still provided for her kids so beautifully and um it made me feel almost like should I be working like should I like I'm losing something in myself in this moment because I'm listening to that but and, and that could, parts of that could be right. So I should look into that within myself. Um, but also with that, I do find so much passion in, in being here with my kids, with my home. We're going to homeschool and uh, we're only having two. So that we know of, you know. Um, and then with that, I love to do like men things almost like, like put up drywall and, and learn this. I've, since I was like in fourth grade, I wanted to be a carpenter and interior designer. It's so funny because a carpenter is a man's thing and my husband's in construction. So I can take bits of that when he's at work, I can help him start working on things. And I just want to learn more about tools. So within that, that's like the piece, how you say you don't want to lose yourself in motherhood. I do feel in my heart, like that's the piece of me that I get for me and like the joy out of that. And my kids get to see me working and Um, we have a quote in the bathroom be who you want your kids to be and like me working out and out in the yard and like just working with my hands and being outside I get to provide for them in that way and it is different 
because I almost wanted to cry, like, listening to that in a good way. Like, she was so, you, you, Brooke, you were inspiring, Kylie, and you're inspiring. She was so inspiring. But I almost felt bad upon myself and, like, how social media can be and how um, hard workers can be in, in this world, in this environment. I felt like, crap, I'm not quite doing enough because I'm not there. But it's like, wait a second, I am for what feels right for me. And I right, love yeah. the life I'm living. And that's what we should be doing exactly. in life. And like our 20s is the time to, you know, try to figure that out. So yeah, you took the good part of comparison and you brought it back to yourself and like understood that like she can go do that and thrive in that and you can thrive in what you are doing. And I kind of just wanted to circle back to like my comment about my mom, because like, although my mom didn't work and do those things for herself, she was the complete homemaker. She made every single meal like at, like from scratch, she was out in the yard. I mean, this woman is still out in the yard doing everything, painted our entire house all the time, like got up in like a forklift and like was painting the ceilings and stuff. And I've taken those parts of her. I would love to talk to her. (laughs) Oh, I feel like you and her would be the best of friends, but that's your like not losing yourself. And I, I hope that if someone is feeling the same way you did, that like losing yourself doesn't mean like you're not working. Like it's just, you're not doing things that make you happy. Those things make me happy too. And honestly, it's funny because after that episode with Shelby as well, I, I sat and I was like, okay, I was insanely inspired by her work ethic, but I also realized like how much of a homemaker I still want to be. And like, how do I find the balance between working, but then like also being extremely involved and present in my kid's life. And yeah, I think it's just your personality. Yeah. And you can do it all. My sister-in-law works full time and she like does so much with her daughter, like painting and coloring. And her daughter is just so brilliant, like knowing all these songs and all this stuff that my kids absolutely do not. We're just outside running around like hooligans. And she's like doing all this. And she's like such a good baker and cooker. And like, I'm just like, how do you have time for it? Like you work and you're such a present mom and a working mom, a work at home mom, like a stay at home mom. We all have we all are amazing mothers and we all have so much on our plates and we all provide for our kids so well. No, I agree. Well, and I was just going to say, I feel like how you were saying that you were feeling maybe inadequate listening to her working so much or not losing herself. Um, and that way I feel like other people could be maybe feeling the opposite. Like, no, like I feel like you should be home with your kids. Like there's so many different ways to view it and to judge and to compare. And I feel like we all, like you said, need to look inside and see what feels best for us, for what we're wanting out of life, what we want out of motherhood. Um, Always. Trust the mother's intuition. I feel like that's the theme of the episode, you know, what feels good to you. Mother's intuition. That's so good. It's so good. Like I could just, I listening to that girl speak, it was just, her life is so different than mine. Like it's so different, but I felt so, I love that podcast. I texted you right after. I felt so much joy and just like I felt her passion and I felt her hard work and I just loved it. And like your guys' balance back and forth. Oh, yeah. And she was your friend. Yeah. So that podcast keeps coming to mind now. And I just love podcasts so much. The conversation, the things that I take, I'll always be telling a friend like, oh, I heard this from this podcast. This reminds me of this snippet. Like there's just so much goodness. So you guys are doing great. And I'm so excited to keep listening. Thank you. Thank you. No, you you definitely made it special. And I'm excited we got to hear from you. Like I said at the beginning, I love your brain and I love talking to you. And I think a lot of people are going to love what you had to say and share and 
Yeah. It's going to make them think a lot yeah. about the mother they are. And I know it's a hard topic, so we appreciate you coming on and being so open and honest with us and everybody else. Anytime. And yeah. So let's just briefly address this. You still are active on your Instagram here and there. Um, you're not daily, but you'll definitely update. And then you did post a, use, or a recent YouTube video. I watched it. Yeah, I posted a new one. Um, I had like, like literally, I think 13 videos filmed within the time, like, like just beginning filming. And then I'd be like, I don't care. I'm not posting it. And I probably would never post half of them, over half of them because they were so long ago. But um, yeah, I felt like the pull again. I'm like, I've built such a great community people like in DMs and stuff like it's annoying because I keep switching content. I went from makeup to blah, 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 to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't want to lose those people. And I know that I have a light to share. I know I can bring something out there with myself and what I'm into. Um, so I don't want to completely just give my channel up. So I do plan on posting. I would love to do two times a week, but it's a lot. It's so hard. You guys do way more it's than me, lot. but it's just hard. So maybe once a week yeah. I could start there with YouTube. And I edit way too much. I need to not do that. Like I film way too much. I talk way too much. <laughs> I edit way too much. And so it's so hard for me. Okay. That's my problem. <laughs> I, I remember talking to you about that like a year and a half ago or something. You were like, how do you edit so fast? I have so much footage. I'm like, I have an hour of footage. That's it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. You're just passionate. That is totally you. <laughs> so yeah. plug those channels for us. So it's Liz Heaster. Yeah, Liz Heaster on YouTube, L-Y-S-H-E-A-S-T-E-R, Liz Heaster. Wait, on Instagram that was. And then on YouTube, it's Liz Heaster too. I don't do TikTok and that's all I got. Oh, Pinterest. I, I'm a big Pinterest fanatic. Yes. Liz Heaster. Perfect. All right. Uh, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It helps us so much. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.